You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better, to grow your business, get more clients, and make more money. And today, I am so excited because we have a special guest with us today, Farzad, and he is going to help us talk all about SEO. So I know here on the Social Media Decoded podcast, we haven't touched on SEO in a while, and it is about time that we talk to an expert who has experience working with SEO so that we can get our SEO up to par. So today we're going to be talking about how to figure out whether SEO is the right acquisition channel for your business. So Farzad, welcome to the show. So excited to have you today. I would love if you would give us a little bit more about your background and how you got started with SEO. Yeah, first of all, Michelle, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Just to give you a little bit of a background, I started my career in marketing at our parent organization called Visme. Have you heard of Visme before, Michelle? I have not. Never heard of Visme? All right. No hard feelings there. Uh, so for Folks who are listening who haven't heard of Visme, it's an all-in-one design tool. We somewhat compete with Canva in a way that we're a design tool, but we cater predominantly SMB Enterprise. We're a B2B platform uh, catered mainly for businesses versus Canva. That's sort of a D2C software. Now, when I joined the company, we're, we're a completely bootstrap startup, never raised any outside funding, very bare bone. And it was the first marketing hire. So basically, it was a bunch of engineers and designers who built a product. They're like, hey, go sell this thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, sounds like a plan. So let's uh, let's try to figure out how we're going to be able to not only be able to start getting clients today, but also where is that going to uh, go in, in within the next five to 10 years, right? So we want to start building a customer acquisition strategies, not to just make a quick sale here and there. So we started evaluating a bunch of different, I would say, channels. Uh, social media is one, of course. Obviously, lots of businesses have a social media presence. Now, as a, um, as, as a paid ads perspective, or basically... I wanted to focus on uh, paid advertising as a bootstrap company. That's a little bit difficult because we didn't have the cash to compete with some of our competitors that raised hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, So the ads there, uh, uh, from a paid ads perspective, that was not a very scalable channel just because, as you know, also, Michelle, there is a diminishing ROI over time. So uh, meaning, for example, if you double your budget, doesn't mean you double your conversion. So as you kind of scale... That that uh, cost of acquisition uh, sort of catches up with the LTV. So not to get new, too nerdy here, but uh, but we knew that it, you know obviously we invest in our social media and paid ads, but it, it's a very small portion of our efforts. So we we tried cold outreach and sales, and that's definitely something that we suck at. <laughs> it's just not good at it at all. I I'm a horrible salesperson, as you can tell from the rest of this interview. I don't like to sell our software during our podcast interview. <laughs> Keep things entirely educational. 
Um, and, and the matter of fact is the product was built to be very affordable. So it was like $15 a month. Uh, and it's the price point sort of uh, was not making any sense, economic sense to hire salespeople and go sell door to door. So we were like, okay, let's take a step back and see how we can acquire customers for the long run. So we basically landed on SEO. And that's basically for folks who haven't heard of it. It stands for search engine optimization, basically saying that you should build your website to show up in places where customers who are looking for a product like you would come and find you instead of you having to position yourself to show up in places uh, that they don't necessarily want you to be like, you know, <laughs> right when they're watching a Hulu um, uh, movie. So basically what we decided to do was to start building some landing pages, started writing some blog, blog posts and content and and it, nothing happened. <laughs> it was absolutely crickets, which I'm sure that's probably much that same experience as a lot of people who are listening to this interview had. Uh, but we managed to turn the tables. And now Vizme is now getting close to about 3 million in monthly organic traffic every month. It's worth about $1.5 million worth of paid advertising that we're getting for free, quote unquote. Uh, and that's uh, brought us close to about 14 million active users. And we were doubling that year over year, team of 100 people, and we never raised any outside funding, fully profitable. And that journey sort of led, led us to the creation of Responda, which was a platform that we used basically to improve our um, websites, link building uh, strategy and, and sort of gaining those editorial links from authoritative websites. So it's a long story, uh, but that hopefully I, I uh, was able to kind of summarize in a few minutes. No, that was great. I love experts because we want to talk to the experts who have been doing this a while. And that's very impressive to, you know, be in that position now where you say, you know, it's pretty much free, right? Who who doesn't want something like that? So I'm very intrigued on how you were able to turn that around. And so that's super amazing and awesome. And thank you for that background. So SEO can be so many different things. And so I want to talk first, why should business owners, why should we even care about SEO? I mean, I know there's also SEO on Instagram and social media, but there's also a totally different SEO for websites and search engines. So why should business owners care about SEO? I think to answer that, uh, Michelle, it's probably better to answer why businesses shouldn't focus on SEO. I think that's a better question to answer to get to, the, to, get to your question. Because uh, obviously, why business should focus on SEO? Because they want money and customers. So, <laughs> But it's not the right acquisition strategy for most businesses, I would say. So if you're listening to this uh, episode, don't mean to position SEO as an attractive strategy. Like, hey, you're getting traffic for free and you're going to be a billionaire if you follow these uh, steps. That's just not how the real world works. Um, so the acquisition strategy is so solely reliant on the type of business that you're running. So, uh, for example, let me let me give you a couple of examples so we can materialize it. So let's say you have a T-shirt company, right? And uh, you sell hoodies and T-shirts. So put yourself in shoes of a customer. Where do you buy your T-shirts? Do you go on Google and look up T-shirts for men? Very unlikely, right? So you, the first question you need to answer is, one, are your customers, potential customers, aware of the problem that you're solving? And if so, where are they looking for it? So if you're a lifestyle company, like a t-shirt company, go 
focus entirely on social media. Go make funny TikTok videos and 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 post on Facebook and Instagram and run ads, right? That's how you get customers direct to customers. Um, now, the other side, uh, say you run a medical device company. You sell devices that are 100K plus. Are these institutions and hospitals that purchase these devices Googling, hey, what is a heart rate monitor web device that's $100,000 plus? Most likely not. <laughs> so for, for that type of business, your best customer acquisition strategy is probably just to hire a bunch of salespeople, go door to door, start selling, right? Now, where, where, the way our products and our services work, so Visme and Respond are both, uh, we are software companies and, and, and people are aware, hey, I need to go create an infographic for this and that. Or, hey, I need to build backlinks to my website to, imp- to improve my um, uh, uh, website's rankings. So for that matter, where our customers are hanging out, most likely, let, let's, Michelle, so let's say you want to create an infographic for this episode and put it on your social media and you don't already have a solution. What's the first place you go look for when you're looking for a product to help you create an infographic? Google. Exactly. So we knew that from day one, that, okay, our customers know they need to do what we solve, and two, they're Googling about it. So it's almost idiotic for us not to invest in our SEO because then we're just leaving money on the table. So you got to be super careful picking the right customer acquisition strategy because, unfortunately, I see a lot of companies that um, just go hire an agency and they're like, hey, let's try SEO. And they have absolutely no, and trust me, all of these agencies are going to take your money. Nobody's going to tell you, uh, yeah, hey, maybe this is not the right strategy for you, right? Everybody's like, yeah, let's try a, a three-month, six-month engagement and see how things go, right? And nobody can guarantee anything, yeah, I quote. So what, what I'm uh, advocating for is, is for people not to enter and, and invest in this channel unless they're absolutely certain that, hey, this is what's going to drive customers to our business because people are actively looking for us online or looking for a product or service or the problem that we are resolving. And we need to show up in places throughout the customer journey where they're looking for it. And if the answer to those two questions are yes, then now you're going to start investing and then we can talk a little bit more about where you can start. I love that too, because we don't need to be everywhere. And if it doesn't make sense for your business, then you should not. So I come from a background working in working for a beauty brand and they use SEO very heavily. One of them being they had a blog on their page. Mm-hmm. And I created a blog post that if you type in the benefits of hot oil treatments for natural hair, that post comes up. It's like number two on Google. But there's that is beneficial for their business because people are typing about hot oil treatments and they have oil, they sell hair oil. So you see, it makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I thank you for explaining that because SEO is not just something you should just jump into, like you said, and expect quick return because it definitely is going to take some time, especially to index on Google and all these things. So fortunately for that company, I mean, that post is like four or five years old and it's still getting traction. So it just depends on what type of business you have and if your customers are Googling, right? So that's that's number one. So how do businesses determine the best customer acquisition channels for their business? If it's not SEO, how would we like do an assessment to determine what would be best for us? Right. Absolutely. So as I said, answer those two questions. 
Are you are the people that you're selling to are they aware of the problem? Yes. Okay. Where are they hanging out? <laughs> All right. The answer to both is Google, and 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 the answer to the first question is yes. Answer to the second question is Google. Then SEO is the right channel. Other channels. I, I wish I could speak to them more. I feel like Michelle, you're you're a queen of social media, so you can definitely speak to that a lot more. These are just simply not our, my point of expertise. We've never been very widely successful uh, when it comes to cold outreach or social media. I'm not famous on TikTok, right? I have a hundred Twitter followers, so I can never speak to uh, these strategies and make them successful. What I'm really good at, though, is okay if you decided that. SEO is the right channel and you're looking to invest in it, then I can give you a blueprint of how, how to follow through without having to spend a lot on these fancy tools or software or hiring agencies that uh, may not necessarily know your business as well as you do and invest your funds in a way that may not that directly benefit your business. So then what would probably be a good idea is for me to kind of paint you a picture of sort of what we were trying to accomplish here and then kind of give you some tips that folks who are listening can actually take to their business and start implementing today. Absolutely. So that, that, that kind of takes us into the next question, which is really good. Like a simple, if we wanted to start with SEO today, like right now, what will be some simple strategies or things that we can do to position our business for the long run? Because this is a long-term game. I, I think all social media is a long-term game because you said, you know, about I, I am the the go-to person for Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, and you should definitely create a personal brand. So maybe we should talk because you need a personal brand even for your business. And it doesn't matter if you have two 200 followers on Twitter, <laughs> that doesn't matter. That's but fair. what are, are some simple strategies that we can start to implement so that we do reach our goals? And maybe some people don't even know what goals they should focus on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when it comes to SEO or search engine optimization, it's basically, as I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, is to, is to build your website in a way that when people are looking for a product or a solution that you're selling throughout the customer journey would find you. And the customer journey, everybody knows, is the awareness, consideration, and decision. So you create different types of content and web pages that cater to each one of these stages throughout the journey so that people come and you establish some brand awareness at the very top and then you nurture them down the funnel and eventually become a business or eventually become a customer so there's two things to consider when it comes to seo there's two sides to this coin and step one is what we call on-page seo now, on-page SEO is what people refer to as SEO, which is basically, uh, okay, do some keyword research, find out what people are searching to potentially come across a product or solution that you're selling. And two, uh, go build these web pages, write either blog posts or build landing pages that basically cater to these um, uh, keywords. Now, the problem is a lot of people don't focus as much on the off-page SEO side, which is now promotion tactics. So when you put together any blog post or any sort of piece of content, especially if you're a new business, small business that nobody has linked to you or, or it's a relatively newer website, um, it, it's almost impossible to start getting ranked to Google, especially for some of the higher competitive or higher volume, more competitive, more commercially intentional keywords. Um, and that's sort of where the off-page promotion tactics come into play. So let's touch on, let's go through an example really quick. So let's say, Michelle, you have a social media consultancy business, okay? Um, 
let, let's go through this journey together. Let's build a SEO uh, uh, machine for you. Okay. Number one, let's figure out whether SEO is the right channel. Do businesses know they need a social media presence? Yeah, that, I would say they do. What do they do to find a social media agency? Well, if they come across you on social media, probably it's a great place for them to start. But there's, I bet there are a good portion of businesses that are also Googling uh, and are relevant terms to social media to come across potentially someone who can help them. So, okay, we know that we need to invest in SEO. Where do we start? So step one, when it comes to on-page SEO, is, is kind of building the foundation for your website. It's kind of like building Legos. So we need to first understand, okay, what are some of these key terms or phrases that we want to target? And that normally is a ver- very scientific process of basically figuring out as we have a formula called what I called opportunity keywords, which basically prioritizing keywords that um, have a good amount of volume so that people are acti- actually actively searching for. Two, they're not super competitive. So the less competitive, the better. So they're not dominated by the big guys. And also, more importantly, they have some sense of commercial intent because you can easily find keywords that get a lot of volume, no competition, but most of them aren't very commercially relevant. So, for example, a key term, social media agency, is a lot more commercially uh, valuable than the term, what is Facebook or what is social media, right? So you get the idea in terms of what what I mean by that. So we want to prioritize keywords that kind of have that overlap in the middle. So get a good amount of volume, low competition, and high commercial intent. Now, you use a tool like Ahrefs or SEMrush, which are keyword research tools, SEO tools that I highly recommend. If, If you're a small business just starting out, probably don't spend your money on these. They're free alternatives like Uber Suggest or very affordable subscriptions that they have. You could probably start there. And that uh, sort of help you uh, kind of find what are, some, what are some of these top keywords. And I actually have a step-by-step process that I outlined in my free ebook. Folks can go and download. If you go Google VisMe Marketing Strategy, I kind of have a free guide that I kind of go through all these steps. Um, so if you don't want to listen to me uh, talking and <laughs> you would prefer some visual input, go download the ebook. It's probably a better better place to start. Uh, but at the same time, once we have this content, uh, this keyword selected, now it's it's a matter of figuring out what's the user intent. So for example, if somebody's looking for a keyword, like for example, once we prioritize these keywords, for example, one of these keywords is going to be how do I get better engagement on Instagram? So. All you need to do is just to Google that inside your uh, incognito tab of your browser. See what pops up in Google. Normally, I'm assuming that is an educational keyword, so there's going to be a bunch of blog posts. Um, or if somebody's looking for what are some of the best social media tools, it's probably going to be a listicle, right? Not directly talking like long-form content about the history of social media. So it's common sense stuff, but you'd be surprised how many people mess that up. So once you have the right keywords, you need to create a content that correlates with the user intent, which is a fancy way of saying, create what people actually are trying to get answers to. <laughs> and once you build these content pieces or landing pages on your website, you put them up there, and I can guarantee you that you're going to get zero traffic. <laughs> and that's where most businesses fail when it comes to SEO, is that they invest a lot of time and resources on this research process, create a bunch of content pieces and put it on their website and then normally get zero traffic just simply because when you go look look for any keyword. So for example, social media tools. I'm going to Google that right now as we speak. How many uh, or social media 
tools. How many search results do you think come up for that keyword, Michelle? Just throw a number out there. I don't know. 400,000? I'm sure it's more than that. <laughs> it's in the millions. It's about 10 million. Millions. See, look, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Millions. Exactly. So even if you create a content that's in the top 1%, if there are 10 million contents, you're still in the hundreds of thousands. You're not even on the first 10 pages of Google. So how do you go from the hundreds of thousands of search results up to top 10 where they get 99% of the clicks and that's where uh, the money is made? So that sort of leads me to the off-page SEO aspect. And now once you have a solid foundation for your website, what do you do next? Wow. Everyone, the link to the ebook will be down below <laughs> in the description, in the show notes, because I'm going to need everyone to download this, especially if you want to learn more about SEO and how to properly use it in your business. I think that you should definitely download this. So thank you for providing that amazing resource and that amazing just overview and foundation of how we should approach SEO if we're wanting to utilize this in our businesses. I think that was superb. Um, I also want to talk about some do's and don'ts because there's some do's and don'ts that we should probably not do and some things that we should do when it comes to SEO. So can you give us some quick do's and don'ts and things that we should stay away from when it comes to SEO? So one of the very easy, there are a lot of don'ts, to be honest with you. We've been talking about do's mainly. Uh, Don'ts don't go hire someone, some freelancer out of Fiverr or Upwork and get them to do SEO for you, right? It's just never going to work. Michelle, it's kind of me hiring someone out of these freelancers. And I was like, okay, make me famous on Twitter. It's just not going to work. So um, be very mindful about where you invest your money when it comes to SEO because there's unfortunately a lot of malpractice done in the space. Um, and the agencies that do really good work are extremely expensive. So if you're a small business listening to the show, what my recommendation is personally is to learn the basics. It's not rocket science. I promise you. It's a very simple process of figuring out what are some of the right keywords for it to target, what are the type of contents they need to write, and do it yourself. Do it yourself. Go through the process. Now, when you understand the basics, you can set a lot more clear um, I would say expectations from whoever you hire or you decide to work with to help you kind of implement a lot of these. So then you'll be able to delegate parts of this. For example, content creation takes a lot of time. You don't need to sit down and write blog posts, right? You can hire a content agency or a freelancer to help you create those content pieces. Um, you can hire an SEO freelancer to do the keyword research for you. You can then hire another agency or do it yourself when it comes to off-page tactics and promotions. So a lot of these parts could be delegated to somebody else. Normally, full-service agencies that kind of offer A to Z or uh, not necessarily, we haven't seen uh, many businesses that get a whole lot of success without them internally having some background about SEO. So if this is the right acquisition channel for your strategy, this is how you want to acquire customers, you need to understand exactly how it works and do it yourself first before you start delegating. I say that with social media too. Do it yourself first before you start delegating because I meet a lot of people who are just like, oh, I just want someone else to do my Instagram for me. And I'm like, well, yes, but you should definitely know what's going on so that you can help to scale what you're already doing. Because if you don't, and then you just give it to someone and they could just do whatever, right? And you don't want them to just do whatever. You want to have an understanding and to be able to say, okay, and give your ideas. Okay, maybe now we can 
incorporate podcasting or whatever into the to the strategy because you know what's going on. So I absolutely love that you said that. I don't think that SEO is like super confusing, but it is confusing. So just taking that time to really understand the basics and even determine if it's the best channel for you, um, I think is very important. So this has been such a great and informative episode. You have given, I mean, so much knowledge and dropped so many gems about SEO that I'm sure you're going to have so many downloads for this amazing resource that is going to be in the the show notes. But I would love for you to, you know, let us know about Respana and if you have anything coming up that you would like to let the audience know about and where we can find you online if you're on LinkedIn. I know you said you have 200 Twitter followers. Maybe we can get that up. Um, let us know where we can find you. Sure thing. So so Respana, I didn't get to touch on this during the interview, uh, but we basically take off where now you have a website that has some content, you've done your keyword research, and it's getting no traffic, or little, very little traffic. How are we going to actually put this on the map? So what, what Responda helps with is basically the, pr- the promotion side of SEO, where and the, the way Google and these search engines prioritize search results is based on, it's kind of a mean girl's popularity contest. So the more other relevant authoritative websites are linking back to you and talking about you, it's a vote of popularity. Uh, and that increases your likelihood of actually being able to get in rankings. One of those strategies, for example, is podcast outreach, going on as, as a guest on other people's podcasts. So that's one of the things that I'm doing today. And Michelle, you're going to mention Respond on your website, and that that's going to help Respond to be able to get rankings. Not to say that that's the only reason why I'm here, obviously, that there's myriad of benefits when it comes to going on as a guest on podcasts. Uh, m- most important of all is meeting smart people like yourself and building partnerships and good friends. Uh, but also at the same time, so these are the type of strategies that uh, that helps your website actually, once you have that foundation, to start building on top and be able to get ranking. So Respond is a platform that sort of helps you um, um, take these content pieces that you have created and actually go and build some backlinks to it by building re- meaningful relationships with relevant uh, authoritative publications in your space. So um, the... A way folks can learn about it, you can just go to respona.com. That's R E S P O N A.com. Don't go sign up today. Uh, I would recommend we have a lot of free educational material. A lot of the things that Respona does, you can re- do it yourself manually. Again, it's going to take a long time, but uh, you know, it's good to kind of get your feet wet. And and once uh, it gets to a point where you're like, hey, we don't have time, it's hard to scale, that sort of Respona becomes a no brainer at that point. Then it helps you sort of save some time when it comes to doing your outreach. So, uh, that that's sort of the the nutshell. Uh, uh, folks, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Farza Rashidi. There aren't a whole lot of us out in this world, and so <laughs> I'm pretty. I, I stick out like a sore thumb on LinkedIn. So that's my social media of choice. If you'd like to connect, and I'd love to I'd love for folks to step by step by and say hi. Yes, thank you so much again for all the knowledge that you have dropped. Please go follow on. You said LinkedIn, make sure to connect there. And yes, I agree with you. Doing podcast episodes and interviewing on other podcasts is a really great way to get your business noticed and to build some brand awareness. So I also love doing you know, podcast interviews because it does just help to build that report. It also helps for your brand to build that authority. The more that your brand is out on social media, out in the SEO interwebs and Google can pick it up, the better chance for you to actually reach your ideal customer. So 
Thank you so much for coming on today and just delivering us so much amazing knowledge about SEO. And if you have any, if anyone listening has any questions about SEO or wants to learn more, please check out the show notes so you can check out Respana and Farzad. Again, he said there's not many of him on LinkedIn. So definitely go and make that connection. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.